Blog Talk Radio. Uh, happy new year if I don't talk to you between now and then. 
Uh, great to hear from you, Chad. Not like we've been talking the last couple of days, but uh, yeah, if this goes bad, just know I'll, I'll try to call back for a second later. It's probably going to die any second now. So yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no problem. Uh, depending where you are, it could be great, or it could be garbage juice. So I, I I called it like five minutes ago when it cut off. So yeah. Um, okay, so, so yeah, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent stuff, and if you want to call in and talk to, talk to Cam and I, uh, hit up the show, call the Constellation Lines, give us a call at 347-202-0103, once again, that's 347-202-0103, and Cam has dropped off, um, Probably gonna hear the Get Fresh crew or them. We got them in Philly too, like you know, freaking dance crew. We found get out of here. All coordinating, rhyming. We are. What are their names in Philly? Damn, I forget. But <laughs> and they sing and they dance and they do flips on the train, hanging on the pole. Oh wait, what's that? Get get work. Do the do the work, uh, do the work, something like that. At least the dudes I I see all the time in Philly, do the work. They got this whole routine, and it's the same thing every time. I mean, you ride the sub enough, it's you know you see them a bunch. But I'm expecting throughout the somehow sometime during this call to hear them or somebody playing it. First time I was in New York as an adult, like when I was 20 or 21. The guy got on a train with his damn uh, trumpet and his bag, his little square sack hanging from the front of his trumpet, you know, that you're supposed to put money in. I'm not giving you shit. You're on a a subway car playing a damn trumpet, fam. Anyway, that's, uh, again, uh, hit us up, (laughs) 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime. Uh, during the week, anytime during the show, the mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, we got some spam there. So, yeah, so we got a couple non-VIP, a couple VIP or VIP. That looks like once that question asked, possibly in the VIP. So we'll get to that. Uh, Twitter, Twitter is uh, another option, another way of getting at the show. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. Um, some uh, some decent activity over there, as usual. The last uh, few months with uh, Cam uh, in his weekly poll, and we'll get to that as well, and uh, Facebook. Facebook's another way. Oh, wait, you can find my Twitter, at TravLord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, C-E-E, Hawk. And Facebook, that's the last bastion of Get Added. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch, East Coast Cast, or just go and search East Coast Cast or PWTorch and go like the uh, family of Torch pages. Uh, 
damn, just heard the damn guy that invented the Solo Cup died today or, you know, recently, today, yesterday. Assuming that that's a, a real news bite. It's like, uh, you know, enough already. Solo Cup guy. I look over at my square bottom over there. Um, okay, let's see. Did we get some uh, attention here in the last week or so? I don't think so. So anyway, go like the page, even if you've liked the page already. Go find it, say something on it, share it with you on your timeline, do something, stir that activity. I don't know how the Internet works. So, all right, let's, uh... oh, wait, let's first see if Cam is back. Yeah, so, all right. You know what? Why the hell not in his stead, since we were probably going to bring him on first anyway. Let's uh, open things up to our good pal up in the super northern part of central Texas. Want to be all far away. Uh, Let's talk to Shahid. Shah, what's happening? Nothing much. How everything going? What's happening? Not, not too much. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Got these sharks on my tail. Eh, hope, congratulations on your recent endeavors. Hope you had a happy holidays and the upcoming new year. Well, thanks. And yeah, things went well. Um, so yeah, so I want to do this. Uh, Twitter poll and Cam is, you know, probably getting harassed by a homeless guy on the shelter right now or on the sub now. So let's uh, go to this poll now. The poll was rest was it wrestler of the year? No, no, match of the year. And of course, it's a lot of and pretty much WWE. I don't think he had anything outside of Raw, SmackDown, pay per view, or NXT. So. We find the damn things. A lot of activity today. All right, here we go. So the poll was, yeah, who was okay? So what specific? What was the WWE match of the year? So to keep a, whoa, I did, haven't checked since it was like fifty votes. <laughs> damn. Uh, okay, Sami Zayn Nakamura won with thirty-seven percent, and. DIY versus The Revival and Cena versus Styles, uh, yeah, for Cena versus Styles at SummerSlam tied at 27%. And uh, Owen Zane's, uh, Owen Zane at Battleground with 10%, pulling up the rear. So, wow. So when I, uh, last time I checked, Styles Cena had, you know, well over 50, 60% of the vote. And that's who I voted for. Um, but Zane Nakamura, which I, I thought was a, a good match, a, a really good match, but and I think even at the time we said, "Wow, it's going to hold up for match of the year." So, at least according to you know 271 people that prov- that uh, um, uh, you know took uh, whatever in, in this poll uh, participated. God damn words! Uh, <laughs> they they feel by long. Sh- 
shot at Zayn Nakamura takeover back at WrestleMania weekend was the best match of the year. What do you say? I went with um, DIY with Revival, but to be perfectly honest, any of those, you could have made an argument for like any of those four matches that were named. Well, at least three of them, like for me. Because um, I could see, I remember what was when the we one, saw the NXT out. match. Yeah. The Owen Zane one, like even that one, it's kind of like, that match kind of slid under the radar because it's been, to be perfectly honest, like a lot of very good matches, the great matches in WWE. And people were making comments, like, in the polls saying, how come my match wasn't there? Like, somebody brought up Reigns and Styles. Somebody brought up, like, yeah. how come that four-way match with Miz, Cesaro, Zayn, and Owens wasn't there? How come, you know, the Falls Cow Anywhere with Sasha Charlotte wasn't there? Like, it was a lot of matches that you could have put there in that spot, which shows how deep the match quality was. I think it was just basically, you know, preference, emotion, and what you what you like about matches. Yeah, I I, I agree because the reason I didn't, I, I kind of wanted to give DIY and and the uh, and um, the revival the nod. Like I think that is it's for sure. Man, it, it's up there. And I almost gave it, and I almost gave it my, uh, my, but the nod. But it was just, it was just the consequences, and the stage. Like, eh, yeah, NXT tag titles, and you know this was SummerSlam for, you know, the main, the biggest title in the industry. So, you know, <laughs> that's like, sorry. That, it's funny that you brought that up. I don't even think, was that match even for the title? AJ versus Cena? No, like, Ambrose What's still it? had the belt. No, Ambrose fought Ziggler, I think. <laughs> oh, damn. You're right. You're right. No, no, no. Was. I think yeah. you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're totally yeah, like right. Styles wanted the uh, next pay-per-view. Right. It was, it was the whole thing was that by the next time they wrestle will probably be for the time, you know, and that was my whole gimmick about him wrestling at 16 against Styles, so, um, or wrestling for number 16 against Styles. Hmm, still, yeah, granted, yeah, yeah, that takes away, how did I not catch that, like, all day that I've been thinking about this? Um, but still, I think it's just, it was a... Was this before? I'm trying to set now. I'm trying to real now. I'm like, okay, what else did I miss? Like, was this before or after the the, the, the Styles? Heel? This was after the heel turn, right? Yeah. Okay. It just felt like the the emotion. Yeah, just was for sure bigger, and it was obviously a bigger stage. So they just gave up. That's the reason I I put them ahead of uh, DIY, which obviously would be my number two on that match or on that list. And then Zay Nakamura, and then Zayn Owens. But that's yeah, cool. probably that same go, as Zayn's on, on, you know, in two yeah, matches. I'd probably go, list. like... And if you spread it out to yeah, 10, like, he might be in three. Yeah, if you just saw the go 10, ahead. he's in at least three. Um, he's definitely in three, because that four-way match definitely slides in there. Um, I was kind of like the style Cena match, if that wasn't one that was 1A to me, because that was just an awesome match. And... It was kind of like a turning point, and and really WWE kind of like AJ Styles became like 
AJ Styles big deal because before it's kind of like he won the first match, but we've seen John Cena lose the first match and then win every other match in feuds. Yeah. And you're kind of wanting, like, we just saw what happened, like, with Rusev and Cena and Kevin Owens and Cena. It's like, you know, AJ Styles going to suffer the same fate. And to have him not only, like, beat Cena clean, but, like, kick out of, like, Cena's AA off the off the ropes, which nobody kicks out of that. Like, it's like, okay, this is different. And seeing where AJ Styles is now, and, like, you predict, mm-hmm. like, next time they wrestle is going to be for the belt. Like it, it seemed like a title match, even though the title wasn't yet at stake. And yeah, the fact clearly. That you thought about that shows how important it was. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I went with that, that and the main event because main evented the show. It did not follow, or, or did not uh, Ambrose and whoever did not have to follow that. Couldn't have. Yeah. No. Like it was kind of. I no Orton Lesnar. Was was the last match, but that was like you know because Lesnar oh, goes last. I'm all on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went with like DIY with a slight edge because it wasn't just that they had a great match; it was everything that built toward that match made that match great. Because it was kind of like they had matches before they were involved with the Dusty Rope, like the Dusty Memorial, all the drama, like the Cruiserweight Classic, kind of built up to that match where spots from other stuff paid off in that match and it was just so much emotion and the crowd made it great like in a vacuum I'd go style Cena but overall with everything built up to it I give like the slight and it's even like a slight edge it's not maybe like 10 to 9.5 if I'm choosing mm. but you go either or and I couldn't really make an argument the other way yeah same here um, I, I, I gave that match a ton of credit Friday because Terrell, maybe Terrell. Somebody called in Friday was talking about the about matches not being uh, being able to get heat and stuff, and I'm like, sorry, like we just saw a match that got a ton of heat because because of you know how the wrestlers executed you know their attitudes and then how they executed uh, the match itself. So to get that crowd, specifically that crowd, to buy into everything they did. Um, and that match is what really, I think, make, makes that match. Because it was, uh, man, it was something to take that. That's that's what stands out to me, you know, whatever, a month or two later. It's, uh, yeah, they took that full sale, you know, can turn into, you know, assholes kind of crowd. And, uh, yeah, had them buying and believing everything. So, so it's uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of now want to watch the uh, Zane Owens match over because I'm, I'm trying to remember the context. Wasn't that presented as their last one and all that? I don't know if it was that one or the one after. It may have been. I just remember like they just had a. It might have been that one. And if it wasn't that I think one, it was they the definitely paper. only had one more afterward because it was kind of like they kept feuding. and it was like, you know, we can't go forward in our careers till we end this. And I just remember they having like a kick-ass match that was just yeah, like an awesome match, even though really the stakes was we need to stop fighting each other. Stakes were enough already. That was, yeah. So, all right. Uh, 
like uh Yeah, the funny thing about the match thing, like the main event from SmackDown yesterday was probably the best T V main event I can remember since maybe that four way that Styles won to become like get the title shot like after Mania, like that match with AJ Styles, Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler was was a lot way, way better than any right. Like that was just an awesome match. And I remember just thinking that like from last night. Yeah. Yeah. I've got SmackDown on in the background and uh they're up to the women's recap. So I haven't seen that yet. But I heard the reaction and it was a good match. And now you're saying it was better than it had to had any business being. Yeah, like Baron Corbin hung with those guys, like and that was, it's funny remembering like the bad matches him and Dolph Ziggler had when they first feuded early in the year compared to them now. Like, Baron Corbin has gotten a lot better in a short time frame. And, like, kudos to him. So, like, he did not seem out of place wrestling with AJ Styles and, or Dolph Ziggler at all. And if you can right. if you can hang with them in, like, a main event, then you straight. All right. So, what is your specific topics that you wanted to talk to talk about this week? Um, it's you know normally at the end of the year you kind of like they already talked about best match. Normally people do like recaps, like you know who's the MVP of WWE, who had the best few biggest surprises. It's, it's normally like a list type thing. It's just weird seeing how different WWE looks going into 2017 compared to how they go into 2016, where you had, like, James Earl Ellsworth being a thing, AJ Styles probably being the best wrestler and probably the most popular wrestler in WWE, Bill Goldberg coming back and being and being a thing in, in 2016, leading to 2017. You know, Shame like, John Cena basically... Yeah, like, John Cena basically becoming Mr. Part-Time. Like, for real, for real. He said he ain't leaving. And Chris Jericho no, being it. And Chris Jericho being No, because it's kind of like we always talked about before, when is somebody going to take John Cena's spot? And even when, like, Roman Reigns was doing his thing, it still didn't feel like – because John Cena was, like, still around. He just didn't have, like, the title more or less. But now it's like, you know, John Cena's around for, like, a month, two months, then leaves, then comes back. Then comes back. It's almost like, you know – I know he cut that promo saying, I know people saying I'm a part-timer, I'm doing Hollywood, but yada, yada, yada. It's kind of like, because, yeah, like, it's nothing wrong with it, but <laughs> you, you are what you are. You just didn't think, like, AJ Styles would be the guy to kind of, you know, take the ball and run with it, because who would have guessed that? Wait, this wasn't the... Maybe I've been watching for two hours, but was this Triple Threat the main event? Main event? Yeah. Okay. Like SmackDown only had three matches. I guess we've been talking almost a half hour, or you know, the show's been on yeah. almost a half hour, and I got to watch an hour, an hour. So. Yeah, like SmackDown was almost like a mini pay per view. Like they basically had 
three relatively long matches and yeah, like three talking segments. Three commercials. Yeah. Whatever. Two commercials at least. Yeah. Like they had the John Cena promo. They had like a little Nikki Bella talking spot. And they had the stuff with Miz, Renee Young, and Dean Ambrose. And like the little five second thing with James Ellsworth from Carmella. Like everything else was in matches. Really raving about this about the show last night. Yeah, it, SmackDowns always seem to have like a good flow of weight between matches and storylines. And yesterday was like better than normal because they hype because everything kind of like was built up to that night last night, and everything had added weight. And people kicked it, and especially what you know the tag match, like American Alpha winning out of nowhere. I think definitely kind of put like a little buzz on the show. Because I wouldn't have guessed they would have won the titles. I was assuming no. they were like, they're going to win even though I, And I knew the, the finish as I was watching it, but I was just like, man, how are they? And and I thought the finish, I think the finish uh, kind of personifies the, 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 the win. Kind of out of nowhere, like, whoa, whoa. Like the way the announcers were talking, it was like, you know, there was five, eight minutes left in the match. They weren't like... They're, they weren't in go home voice mode or or pitch mode. You know, it was just the middle of the match. JBL had a talking point or was just saying a thing, and he's like, "You kidding me?" And then the three count happened, and that was it. It was like, "Holy shit!" If you weren't paying attention, which I kind of half was, I might have been looking at the laptop, and and yeah, I mean. Uh, did you see the 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 WWE exclu- uh, dot com exclusive? Yeah, when they were. Um, no, I think I think either Rich or Steve posted it, but I saw it with them yep. again. Congratulations from I think their parents and stuff. Like, <laughs> you call, yeah. Did you call it Field Slave haircut? And then Steve was with the most Field Slave, the most field slave Apprentice haircut. Unbreakable. Uh, unbreakable. <laughs> no, that he was unbreakable. Mm, but no, because it was kind of like. And it's funny how the finish kind of built in the stuff with the Wyatts because the Wyatts have been on the same page, but Luke Harper and Randy Orton like had like little stuff like that happen. Like that's not the first time that happened, but the way they played it off, where it wasn't, it was almost like you could see it being on purpose, but it looked like an accident, and then it it didn't seem like a big deal. But the next thing you know, Randy Orton's getting pinned, and it's like, like you said, I, like, I was like. Why did Orton clothesline him? Like, in the moment, I was like, what did Orton do that for? Like, it looked way more uh, Orton aggressive than it did Luke Mistake. So, yeah, like, if I had to measure it, you know, 65, 35, you know, the weight on Randy's side, like, <laughs> it looked like he just jumped down and clotheslined him. Like, but again, then he took the pen. And and not even the pen, like not like he got rolled up. You know, he had to take some offense and get hit with that, hit with their alpha plex. So, if this is his long, what is is this is Orton's long game? Yeah, get your title and then lose it for you. Yeah. Still not. Uh, I don't know. I guess what he's sure like, you know we always wondering what, what was the point. And we were under the assumption, like, if they put the tag titles on them, they're going to have the titles for a while before stuff 
you know, goes down. They didn't have the belts that long. Yeah, and it's maybe. funny because they were, like, made out to be, like, this big, unbeatable, who's going to beat the wise? It's all three of them. And it's, like, yeah. a couple yeah. weeks yeah. later, they I, lose. I thought they'd never lose. I thought they were going all the way to WrestleMania. And that's when maybe American Alpha would, would get it. But uh, I don't I'm guessing know. they Just, figured they couldn't have American Alpha wait that long and still stay strong. And I'm not mad. Because I complain about how, where are they and why aren't they doing anything? To then go, well, well, they should have waited four more months. It's like, wait, you know, like, what, what, which one is it? So, all right, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Anything else? Um, no, just how WWE programming changed, where you know women got elevated for better or for worse, like, they're more of a big deal than they've ever been in, w- in WWE wrestling. You know, the cruiserweights uh, being uh, As thing. far as being wrestlers. Like, yeah. wrestling, because yeah. Because people in China like, were bigger deals. Yeah, in like, star-wise, they've had bigger stars back in the day, but as far as, like, in-ring stuff, where, you know, you've had them in shows multiple times, you've had them main event pay-per-views the multiple times. wrestling part. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the same thing that the men get it's really what it is. The same thing that people pay to see the men for and are the reasons that they cheer for and buy tickets to, to see the men is the reason why the, the women became that this year. Uh, fully. Yeah, like uh, you, yeah, like you've said and other people have said, I've said, like, if you're going to SmackDown, definitely SmackDown and probably WWE period, the best pure babyface is a woman, is Becky Lynch. And that you, I don't think it's been a long time since you could have said like the best anything in WWE was a woman. Right, the best positive, non-derogatory, yeah. you know, physical attributes, you know, only kind of thing. Oh, speaking of shit, did uh, did the newsletter go up? <laughs> I'll check on that later. So, all right. I don't know what... Uh, no, no, no. Screw that. Never mind. All right. All right. Well, I guess we're waiting on Cam. And uh, are you hanging out on the line? I assume so. Yeah. All right. Let's get on you in a bit. Uh... Uh, take it down south. Let's talk to our good friend Darrell. Brought him up earlier. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? What you watching? What Yo, what up, Trav? What up? Shaheed? Yeah, shower hold down. But what, are you, what are you watching in the background? Oh. That sounded like wrestling, or at least I thought it was. Oh, um, yeah, I got wrestling playing in the background. That was probably the computer that you heard early, um, just a few seconds ago. Um, I, I was looking at a recap of um, what I had already read, uh, <laughs> what you and uh, Rich going to talk about later on, Civil War Two. <laughs> oh, yeah. I assume you read it. Yeah, I read it. I read it. Remember, I almost spoiled um, the ending for you, or I think I did tell you. 
Oh, I don't remember, so don't re-spoil it. So. Oh yeah, no, nah, I'm not. Yeah, I forgot. Nah. Yeah, no, I mean I'm hyped to, to get to it, but but Rich was trying to goad me into an argument, and I didn't even know the the new one was out, or, or I didn't read it, and he did, so of course he was gonna, you know, try to pull yeah. a fast one like he like he tends to do. Well, he already know how I feel about Marvel right now. Um, Marvel in the comics world um, sucks to a point. Fuck out of here! What are you talking eye. about? I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm trying to shoot my wife's pussy tree. I'm, nah, spit what? it out. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just hit me out. Just hit me out for a second. Oh I'm just talking about the stories, man. I'm just that's all. I'm just talking about the stories yeah, compared what the to what I'm reading. Rebirth. Uh, right. I know Marvel as a whole don't 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 suck, but you know the stories right now. That's why um 2.0 doing kind of bad. They about to um uh I know they about to drop Armadeus Cho online of the hope. They about to get rid of that. That what um I heard um. Uh, that was what we were talking about on IGN, but I don't, I don't know for sure. So is that the see? Okay, okay. So this quote. is what, what, what Rich is good for. Was that the same? He, I think he told me that the other day, like a couple of days ago. And was like, yeah, uh, Darrell had some info talking about Chunk was going to be shelved, but he didn't have you had no kind of nothing to back that up. Is, is that was that the case, or was this something else? Yeah, yeah. I was like, just saying what I had, um, what I what I seen on IGN. I'll be on on YouTube, be looking well, at IGN like, uh, YouTube thing, and they be having their little discussion I mean, that's, piece, that's, like that's, the street little panel shows. I think that's. I mean, those guys are as plugged in as as you know, right? I mean, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were just that going I, off the sales. Yeah, they were just going off the sales. Oh, all okay. of the Marvel, Marvel line, all the Marvel line 2.0 um, comics selling historically low. So you know, like historically, so, though. All, so okay, so not knowing, not not being an insider person at all, I don't could give a shit about the fucking YouTube channels. We're talking about fucking comic books, like like no, I saw comic books with like four people, <laughs> and that's all I need. I don't need to delve into it like I do with wrestling or, and even that. But all I know is, I, all I read is not all, but seventy five percent of what I read is Marvel. And then fifteen percent is DC, and then ten percent, like with Winona Earp, uh, is IDW or with the fixes image, you know. So ten percent other. So when I hear like, like I'm like uh, with this fucking Flash, and the, the first three issues of Flash, I was like, if this shit don't pick up. I'm not gonna. I'm getting. It. I'm taking. I don't want this. I'm. You know. I'm taking it all. Supergirl. Flash, I'm probably no. gone because Supergirl my shit. But it, it picked up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still. You know. I got. I think seven and eight or whatever still sitting over there. But I. But I went on a reading spree last night, and I'm just thinking of everything I read, like Jessica Jones, Moon Girl, uh, fucking Vision, and like Vision is the. Quote Bruce Mitchell in my in the text, one of the best books in years. Are you reading Vision? No. 
Um, um, no, I don't. I haven't read Vision, but I heard about it, and you're right. Shit. And 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 what? But what? A lot of people saying, you know, the Vision books. Oh, and the, the, re- and the uh, I just started. I read the. My bad, my bad. But I read the first two issues of um of um of the the current Iron Man with Riri Williams. Fucking awesome. I mean, two issues in, but so far, so really, really damn good. She's killing it. From the gate. Yeah. But, you see, uh, I guess why they saying that is because, you know, the little Rebirth series, like, every series is just intriguing to to a point. And um, like Rich has said, he, he sent me to me, he said, well, the most of the uh, resales that I see is for um, is for the DC online books. He said they can you know, return. I guess people DC. trading them back. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, uh, well, you get, um, you know, you might see a lot of those because you know people are continually buying um, the updated, the new book that come out. They trading them in, getting them back, and you know, keeping up with the story. But there's, oh, uh, and that's rich. Uh, hear me up, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 but um. I, it's just you know that's what I was just saying that because I had seen them talking about that on the panel. I, I'm into the um, DC line of, of stories like checking out the Trinity, um, the Trin- Justice League Trinity. What are they talking? That's hold, awesome. Hold, hold on, Darrell, Darrell. I hate to I hate to do this, but you gotta uh, you got I'm gonna have to put you on hold real quick because I got to just. Just just while I know it's real, got to bring on uh, cousin of Riri Williams, my main my main man Steve Williams. Uh, Steve, what's happening, man? What you had a one too many. Is that what I heard? I I might be intoxicated. What's up, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a gentle man here, just me uh, right now. Darrell's oh. on hold. She eats. Uh, she eats uh, on hold as well. Um, What's going on? I kind of feel like it's a, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a special occasion if the great D Real was put on hold. The, the classic <laughs> bottom mouth of Twitter fan. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, bottom mouth and uh, blood life, uh, I love how the Usos was representing uh, last night. You know, with those glossy red game. J's, man, they were they're doing it big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, really, so what's on your mind? Man, this is like the most wrestling I've watched current in probably since SummerSlam. I just want to say that AJ Styles has majestic, beautiful hair. He probably uses the VO5 hot oil treatment on that. As a man who is oh, quality challenged, sure. I can't help but appreciate that. Oh, that VO5 hot oil. Hell yeah. That's right. He uses like the, the shampoo 6 and the conditioner 12, perhaps. I don't know what the, <laughs> the magic combination is for that. I don't know. You sound sound like you know the combination is just quite uh quite all right. Man, I have not had hair since George W. Bush was president. I don't know what kind of accusations you're throwing my way. I don't mean. But uh, right now, man, right now I'm watching yeah. NXT take over Toronto on the work. Waiting for the big NXT in Japan show tonight. All you listeners, I implore you to check that out. That's the big uh, Gargano and. Tommy Chompers versus the Japanese fellows. Should be a good show tonight. Thank you, sir. I was uh, 
I was struggling with the names there for a second. Yeah, no, you haven't. It's not like it's not like you've seen one uh, wrestle for the last twenty years. But yeah. But yeah, I won't kill your show here, man. I'll let you get back to the the callers who know what the hell they're talking about. All right, tip one back for me, Steve. Oh yeah, swig of uh, Tito's vodka for the working man. You got it, bud. Talk to you. All right, yeah, had to screech, you know, things come to a halt when, when you see Steve's on the, on the line. I didn't believe Steve ever, Steve ever listened to our show until <laughs> one day in passing he just said some random shit about something we had said the week before or something. I was like, he does listen. One of the, one of the better days in my life. All right, let's go back to Darrell, who's talking that bullshit about D.C. being the best. It's so intriguing. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, comics aside, uh, it's all I know is, yeah, it's a lot a lot of stuff to, to choose from. And and it's just, yeah, I I, I talked to Chris Cox the other day. Matter of fact, a couple weeks, two weeks ago, he was up here and we went and had some dinner. Um, and he's the same way. I don't know if, to, if it's to that extent, but I think him and Fraud Ash Jeff are like when they show their halls. I'm like DC, DC, DC. I'm like that's all you read. And to me, it's just so weird because to to me, and it's probably just because of the amount of I don't know. DC has a TV big enough TV presence, and their movies, even though aren't as good, are, you know, huge yeah. and, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff. But to me, and and this goes back to even when I was even I was a kid, you know, 12 years old, collecting Marvel cards, you know, sixth grade in 90, 92, 91, whatever, um, was that DC just was, it just wasn't as good. It just was always kind of corny. And that, and it's and nothing even my coming to comics in the last year has changed that. Like, oh, I've given them a shot. I've tried. I've you know read that bullshit ass Justice League comic book that uh, Willis talked me into getting. Was so pissed off by the end of that. Like, what a bunch of crap. It was like, I'm not reading Superman. I told you not because it was like, oh, read that because <laughs> it sets up Superman Rebirth. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is no, well, I guess I ain't reading re- Superman Rebirth then. So blame Willis. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to get that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so to just my impression is that it's always, wow, what a great move. Always just been like the kind of kitty one. You know, it's, all, it's so superhero-y. You know, like... I, the reason I like Riri, the reason I like Moon Girl, the reason I like Spider Woman, the reason I like a lot of these uh, is because you get to see, like, their, even Carol Danvers to a point, um, you get to see, like, their life and, like, what they got to deal with. And it just seems like DC is just super. And again, this is coming from somebody who only reads two DC titles and didn't really give any a chance. Seems really superhero involved, and everybody's always in costume. And it's always, you know, that kind of thing. So, and I could be, and I'm probably wrong, but still, it's my impression. Well, it, it, well it, it, 
you were right. You were right. In the beginning, it, it was like a lot like that. Then when they tried the new 52, they tried to make it a little more grittier, grimy, um, having it where people lost faith in heroes and this. And you see heroes becoming more in like tweeners, to use wrestling terms. Like Superman was almost a tweener, walking around just a T-shirt, taped up fist, losing his powers out here street fighting. <laughs> and then when you got reversed, they they doing it a totally different way, selling you into stories. You see superheroes having everyday challenges, like when um, Tim Drake, when they thought he died, you know, that day before he was contemplating on if, if, was he finna quit and because he got a scholarship to a college, like a big, a big time, like MIT type of college. And he was determining if he was going to quit or not. But this last mission, you see him fighting off and everybody thought they seen him die, you know. <laughs> and he had, he wasn't able to tell everybody the big news and his decision. And you see everybody rushing to him, trying to get to him before the, he got killed. And they just a second too slow. And you witnessing him rendered with bullets, which, you know, most people, uh, when they talk about superheroes like Batman and stuff like that, they were like, why you just don't the the super, the bad guys take a get a bunch of guns and just shoot at him at one time because he don't have super strength. He, you know, and you see something like that, but then you see the cool part at the end that he really didn't die, and they setting up for a big war between the Watchmen, where Dr. Manhattan versus the Justice League and all the heroes, but they slowly building up to it pretty good. Just like how SmackDown was uh, Tuesday, and I had to agree with everything that um, Shahid was saying too. So, and um, my match of the year would be <laughs> not really. I agree with a lot of stuff he say, but <laughs> he wouldn't give me the opportunity because he. <laughs> but um, match of the year was um, AJ and. Um, Cena, just because of what it meant and how it really made AJ into a primetime player in the eyes of everybody in the WWE, maybe behind the scenes and stuff like that. And um, I know that since Cena came back, and I really love the promo that Cena, Cena cut um, before the uh, in the beginning of the show. I know you said you just seen it. What you think about it? Because I know you you love to say Cena corny and stuff like that, so. Well, I don't love to say Cena's corny. Cena's corny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just, he just is. I don't particularly take any kind of, you know, joy. It's just saying, stating a fact. Um, it was a fine promo. It, but me, it was really good. I don't want to. But the stuff with the, with the I'm not going anywhere, blah, 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 and the new era ain't shit. Like, Okay, that left me kind of flat because first I'm like, uh, you are a part timer, like they're you know you're a hypocrite, a, 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 the right kind of hypocrite. <laughs> I sit in here, to, I don't disparage him. He's all about you know. Yep, because he was money. talking like how the Rock was talking. 
He, um, you remember when he was trying to rock a few years ago and talking about that? If you listen to what he was saying on Talking Smack, he sound like how the rock was saying, you're going to eventually sign if you ever get outside the business. And I know a lot of people think that Cena might win the title, but how he was sounding to me on Talking Smack is like a guy who like, man, yeah, I'm going to come back, but I ain't coming back and staying and doing house shows and being at every pay-per-view. I might come two, three, four pay-per-views a year type of stuff, but I don't want you to think that I'm gone because I don't want to kill what I said about The Rock earlier. So I think he was torn in line a little bit. But every time they tried to bring up the 16th title, he brushed that off and, and want to talk about other stuff. Trying to think, do I want to watch? Was 205 Live any good? Um, yeah, the Jack Gallagher stuff was uh, very good to me. And um, yeah. that match, the main event, right, Rich and won, that... and uh, must see. Oh, shit, and, 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 and Neville, right? Yeah. They gave Neville two, like, prime time or whatever. They gave him the, the promo on Raw, and then they gave him the bumper after AJ won before they went off the air. They gave him another promo, like, shit. I think they found him a heel to help build 205. I I found him somebody who can help build the interest in 205, and I think most people can say 205 yesterday was a show that that you really would like watching if it's like that all the time. Hmm. All right, because I'm trying to decide because I only got 40 minutes till NXT starts. So I was trying to decide if I should watch uh, that or Talking Smack. But Talking Smack's usually only like like 20 minutes, but I do want to see at least most of 205 Live. So I think I'll well, watch that. If I you in it, um, and I won't be able to really Smack. hear the guy, but I won't be able to really pay attention to it either because I'm talking to you. All. So 205. Yeah. I can Are you going to have on? You want to switch over to um to NXT soon it start or do you mind waiting to catch up? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I want to get in as much 205 live now before NXT starts in 40 minutes. That's that was my first rationale for watching 205 instead of talking smack. So, anyway, all right, yeah. man, we're gonna well. All right, Trail. Talk to you later. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, somebody got the man in our gas. Who's this? Ah, Ross. Ross Mitchell finally got through High Castle. That season was nuts. Loved it. Yep. Indeed, Ross. All right, who else we got on the line here? Let's, uh, let's go to North Jersey. Bring on Kylan. Uh, Kylan, what's going on, man? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you this week? Doing all right. What's, uh... What's up with you? What's on your mind? 
Ah, let's see here. Well, as you know, Friday with our big day. Oh, yes, it was. Wait, what the hell? Sorry, my WWE network is acting up. Did you uh, Did you do anything? Did you have a party? Well, actually, uh, I'll tell you a, a little bit of what I did now. So, Friday afternoon, I had my second annual outing with Hulk Hogan's agent, Darren Prince and Steve Simon. How'd that go? Heads of the Prince Marketing Group. It, it went very well, and they they gave me several surprise gifts, including a a second autograph picture that Hulk was gracious enough to sign for me, and Magic Johnson also sent me. A vintage Lakers jersey. What? Well, you know magic. That, I'm not sure how I feel about this. How do you, that, how do you, know you got Magic Johnson? How'd that happen? Or how'd that come about? Well, well, that Darren and Steve rep, represent magic, too. Ah, I got you. They 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 work with a bunch of people, but Magic and Hulk Hogan are pretty much their top clients that that they get that that they get the most work from. Cool. And and I also got my second annual. Happy birthday singing from Brooke Hogan, which always is a nice gift. That's tremendous. Super jelly. Uh, I figured you might say that. <laughs> I'm all right. Does this sound like? Okay, and I'm asking anybody because I'm trying to play 205 live. It plays the the opening, you know, two seconds of the video package to blue, you know, fireworks or you know, computer generated stuff, and then it. Okay, I'll describe it as it happens. Retrieving 205 live 12:27:2016. Now it starts. See the boom, the lightning bolt. Then please wait. And then it goes to watch live WWE programming, and NXT TakeOver Toronto is on. Why are they forcing me to watch the live stuff? <laughs> I don't know. That's never happened to me. Yeah, no, this is weird. Huh? Maybe let me uh, just yeah, leave the app totally. So anyway, my bad. But uh, which uh, that sounds all that all that sounds great. That sounds like the cool birthday stuff, man. Uh, which one you mind wrestling wise this week? Ah, let's see here. My question 
it for this week is on the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. With her return having been very recently announced, my question is, will Mickey James wrestle Alexa Bliss for the SmackDown Women's title at or before WrestleMania, do you think? Um, instinctively, I want to say before, but because I don't, you know, Mickey James doesn't seem like somebody they they prop up in that in that way, like for a WrestleMania win like that. And also, she should beat Alexa Bliss, at least to me, like. You almost beat Oscar. You're definitely going to beat Alexa Bliss. She should just take the thing from her, like you know, as soon as she comes up. Like, nope, that's my belt. And if you can get a title match at WrestleMania, so be it. But whatever. Um, I'll say before, if I had to, you know, be held to one answer. So what's the is she what's the deal with with Mickey James exactly? Well, apparently as far as I know from some people she has signed a a 2-year deal so it's just a matter of when her actual start date is. So, so what was I hearing, or maybe this was somebody saying this is what they should do, about her coming out as Alexis Heavy, essentially? Was that just something somebody made up, or was just speculating, or... Because I think I heard it in the context of last night's show. I hadn't watched it yet, and I thought, wait, Mickey James was on there? But No. That, that Maybe could, just yeah. that could that could be that could be some type of hypothetical theory that you heard someone say, but that wouldn't really make much sense with with the type of babyface pop that M- Mickey got. I'd take over Toronto. Right. And and you know when when pe when people go when people go away for six years like Mickey has, there's no way people want to boo somebody like that. Yeah, okay. I think that was just some baseless speculation or maybe something I just completely misread because I hadn't seen the show, so I kind of just was didn't know what was going on. So, so. <laughs> damn, Willis. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, anything else before we get out of here tonight? Uh, 
Yeah, and and my second question is on future returns. Uh, with with his name popping up as as being returning in er, in early fall, do do you think it's possible that we still see Shelton Benjamin pop up? In the coming year, possibly at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I'm 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 hoping it's at the Rumble. Um, it was a uh, suck that he couldn't come in, in in September or August or whenever, right after the split when they said they SmackDown signed him. I think it was, it was yeah, it was definitely SmackDown. Um, so I'm I'm really stoked to see him uh, uh, show up. Whenever he does, hopefully, hopefully at the Rumble. But if he doesn't come back until, I can't imagine it. Wait until after WrestleMania. But I mean, you know, they could. But I'm assuming they want to debut him in a splash and have him uh, show up at a at, at the Rumble. Oh my god, it's doing it to all the shows. Not just two oh five, uh I was like, fuck it, I guess I'll watch Talking Smack. Nope. What is going on? It's like nope, you gotta watch uh live. Unless they start at that tier. Remember the tiers they put out them uh surveys? And people were speculating on the tier, and one was like five bucks, and it was like you can watch live content minus the big four pay-per-views. Um, and I guess that's like it for like four bu- five bucks. And I would imagine if you tried to go, if you had that situation, if you paid that level, if you tried to go to something that you're not access the library or something, it would be like, nope, watch this live shit. But damn it, that's not a thing. That was a survey. So I, I'm just going to assume that it's messed up. So I guess I'll watch TakeOver goddamn Toronto. Shit. That's not the worst <laughs> punishment. Oh, they had an update? So what do I do then? Did it up? So is it like it didn't update on mine? Should I like unplug my Roku? Darlene doesn't like Nakamura. She thinks he's high. <laughs> oh, that was a Twitter rumor. She he's saying about. Uh, about it. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Mickey James being Alexa's muscle or, you know. Um, so Shahid's wife thinks Nakamura is high, 
Steve's wife thinks he's uh, is flamboyantly gay. Shit. What do these broads know? He both. He fucking high shit. <laughs> Super homo guy. <laughs> I just didn't want to see it, but two women saw it. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, oh, got some activity going on on Twitter. Why aren't you screaming at Kelly for... (laughs) Sorry. Twitter. Okay, let's... uh, Who are we going to talk to now? You know what? 630... No, you know what they've been on. They've been hanging on long enough. Let's talk to them. Six three zero. I should know who this is. Six three zero. Who's this? What's going on, Travis? The white from Chicago. What's happening, man? Long time no here. I know. I've been busy doing this parenting thing. Um, hey, really quick, you mentioned something online with Bruce the other day, and it kind of stuck with me. So I went out and I watched NXT last week. And there was a match with the Authors of Pain where they dropped the guy on the other guy's head. I was just like, damn, really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I called them out. Yeah, the Authors are not taking care of people or some shit like some line. Uh, Yeah, what the hell? I I I mean, those guys, the way the move went, the, the way the move was, you were in. One set, one guy is in total control. It's, it's like that a lot in wrestling, but you're on a guy's mm-hmm. shoulders and he's slamming you down. It's like you gotta gotta be accurate with with that. I mean, you got a lot of areas, surface area to work with. You got an enti- a guy's entire back and a guy's entire torso. You like no right. coming through him head on neck. Right. Like you gotta be super clumsy to even do that. Like, like be that accurate, like, oh, skull on the side of the throat. Right, right. Then, um, and I know you get a kick out of this, I was watching 205 Live with my wife, and why is it in 2016 we should care about what Alicia Fox is doing? Oh, you didn't, why, you didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, pretend that we care, but... <laughs> yeah, but like, she, like, we should have, when she wasn't it. planning weddings anymore... Like, we should have stopped hearing about Alicia Fox. My wife's like, she's still a thing? And I'm like, oh, damn, really? Oh, <laughs> damn. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. Ten years, yeah. man, she's been around. Maybe maybe, maybe not that long, like eight. No, I think like ten. I think she was. No, it's been ten because she was on the first branch split with Edge on SmackDown. Damn, so it's been that long. Wow. Right, that was oh eight yeah. that summer. Yeah. Him and Vicky were so so eight years. Damn. But I mean, that's all I got. Just I wanted to share that. Like I, I feel you on that off of the pain thing. That was that, that's somebody's career. That's scary. Like that. That wow. Might as well be. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good talk to you. Uh, yeah. uh, to all right. Don't uh, all right. stranger. 
I'll, I'll try not to be. Cool. I got my balcony door open because it is a nice balmy 77 degrees here in the great state of Texas. <laughs> uh, somebody got that fire in one of the apartments <laughs> next or above or below me. Sheesh. About to be like, year 11.22, come through. All right, let's, uh, let's get to these emails here. We heard uh, Ross on Twitter earlier. He chimes in. Uh, what's up, Trevor Cam? Hope your out holidays went well. I'm still getting through last week's show. Uh, but one item you guys remarked on was how Raw and SmackDown Live are totally different shows, with SmackDown being the better of the two. A reason uh, for this, I think, is that uh, a reason for this, I think, is that unless I'm mistaken, SmackDown is using the guy who was in charge of NXT for a while before promoting him around the time of the brand split. Yeah, is that Ryan Ward? I think that's uh, that's who that is. I can't be exactly sure, but but yeah, I I I, I know the guy you're you're, you're talking about. Uh, with this being the okay, so yeah, so yeah, just that's a separate thing. So yeah, no, to answer your first thing, yes, no, that's a, a very good a very good point. Um. It's a it's a, it's a, it's not as if NXT is two hours because they have a long they still have some ways to go to to get to that point and I think NXT in that format especially works best at an hour but SmackDown definitely does a really good job of using that format and the raw kind of traditional sports entertainment stuff. And melds melds them well, like just like they did from you know back in the day, back in o two o three o four some of o four first half of o four it was like the golden age of to me wrestling t v because in a lot different ways it's on every day of the week now, but I remember back then raw Monday, then on our local channels, it was like uh MLW or CZW or something on Tuesdays, and then TNA on Wednesday pay-per-views, and then Thursday was SmackDown, and then Friday was either CZW or MLW or you know something like that. Those those flipped, or uh, and then SmackDown was just the best of all all of them, all the TV televised wrestling. SmackDown was the shit. Angle and Benoit and Eddie and Ray and. Uh, or I meant to say Eddie, Edge and Ray, Eddie and Brock, and yeah, it was good shit. Uh, he continues, Ross does, with this being the end of 2016, thankfully, my question for you guys this week is, what are you looking forward to wrestling-wise for 2017, and what things would you like to see? I'd like to see more continued growth for the Cruiserweights and how they're presented. I think NXT will reclaim a, a little bit of its luster once a bit of its luster since some see it as not being as good as it once was. 
Uh, they've got some nice talent in the pipeline, especially for the women's roster, and I think they've got bright things ahead, ahead for next year. Yeah, um, I don't know what I'm looking for specifically. I guess, I mean, the cruiserweights in your case don't have anywhere to go but up. So, I guess, look forward to continued growth or growth with the cruiserweights. I look for the women to be established even more firmly than they have been in 2016 as legit go-to main event acts. Um NXT, I think you're right. I, I'm I'm really, really like starting to like Billy Kay. Um, the other Peyton Royce, not less so, but their act uh, as a duo, they're really starting to get over with me. And we talked about that last week about just patience and repetition. It's just really what wrestling's all about. Something that if something's Remotely good, it's going to uh, it's going to uh, it's going to get over. Just give it time. Um, so yeah, I just want to see more. I just want to see better storytelling in in 2017. Uh, just kind of no brainer kind of stuff. I want to see guys that should be pushed, pushed, and guys that shouldn't be pushed, not pushed. Um, I'm looking forward to specifically in the women's division. I'm looking forward to Nia Jax getting on getting on track, like and getting some sustained momentum behind her, and hoping she could uh, live up to. Uh, you know, they brought her up, they pushed her, and then they pulled back on her pretty much as as, as fast and hard as they pushed her out the gate. Um, and now recently she looks like she's going to feud with Sasha Banks, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, the NXT women, man, I'm I'm excited personally to see Nikki Glenn cross against Oscar. Uh, uh, man, just with not even words exchanged yet in the last two weeks, three weeks, whatever. I'm I'm excited. Uh, to see that match. So, um, okay, so it says that's all for me, but I'd like to thank you too, me and Cam. Uh, and I guess that extends to Rich and everybody. Um, thank you for the great shows you've done all year as they're highlights of my daily work commute. Uh, thanks again, and I look forward to your continued insights and witty banter, banter for 2017. Appreciate it, Ross. I really do. Absolutely. That's, uh... I need to respond to this woman on POF. Um, she's been on my, my heels for, like, the last three hours. I'm not. 
So, so this is when I send her a picture of my genitals, right? That's that's when we that's how this works, right? <laughs> All right, let's be generic. This moon, I got the Moon Girl trade, which is the first six issues of the series in a trade paperback, and I let my man Stop hold it because he's got a, a son and he's in the comics. So I was like, Oh, Ivan, he might he might like this. Ivan's what like eight, and but he's a you know he's a little boy and he likes Cyborg and the Ultimates and that kind of stuff. So you know, Moon Girl's probably to him just kind of corny, you know, like this little girl on skates and her little inventions and her stupid-ass T-Rex that she hangs out with. Um, I mean, I appreciate the hell out of it. It's gotten really good, like 12 issues in. But I want to get it back so I can give it, so I can, uh, let Lil read it, because I think she'll love it. You know, and if he doesn't appreciate it, which is you know, fine it's to- and totally understandable. So I just sent him a text, yo, you going to mail that John or what? He said, fuck out of here, boy. Get you a new one. My kid ain't done with it. <laughs> I feel like I've been Brody. Brody game strong. <laughs> I got to get my damn uh, vision um, trade from Dominic. Not that Dominic's ducking me or anything like stop. He was just hadn't finished with it, but then he did. So I'm just waiting for him to drop that thing in the mail. Uh, Brian Austin, uh, he's on hold. Oh, okay. Damn, that was at 6:35. It's almost 6:50. So let's uh, put Dutch Mark's email on hold here and see what Brian's doing. Damn, and the chat room is deadsy. Sheesh, where y'all at? All right, Brian's still there. Brian, what's going on, man? What up? Hey, good evening, Trav, and uh, happy holidays to you. Thanks, man. So, oh, you're welcome. It's quite all right. And um, like I said, I'll keep it uh, quick. And I'm going to kind of stick with a lot of women. So, uh, women topics, specifically wrestling women topics, and even more drilled down to WWE women topics. So I um, was on a, a couple-day trip away from my house. I went to Yuma, Arizona, which isn't a whole lot to see down there, but it's you know like a quick day-and-a-half trip to go down and just look, uh, see some sights and everything. So I missed most of Raw and a lot of SmackDown, so I'll catch up tonight. Wait, where were you but, um, seeing sights? I missed that, sorry. Uh, Yuma, Arizona. Yuma, Arizona. Yuma, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, Ten, yeah, okay, train yeah, number ten to Yuma or three twenty to Yuma, some shit. Uh, yeah, three ten to Yuma. And I know there was like an original. It was originally. I know they did a remake maybe two or three years ago. With uh, I think it was. was I think they made a anyway. remake like ten years ago. But I but I know what uh, you're talking about. Yeah, it was, it was a while ago. Had, um, Unless they made a remake. Well, again. maybe it was that long ago. 
think it was that long ago. Because I had a friend of mine who was really like in the westerns, and she and she really liked the original one. And then it's not. Je- I'm thinking. Why, why am I thinking Jeff Daniels? I know it's not Jeff Daniels. Um, Jeff Bridges. I think he was starring in it and had like a. Um, it's like I looked this up pretty quick. Anyway, um, so I was listening to uh, one of Wade's audios, and he's talking about um, La Luchadora. And, you know, I just heard when I just I just dialed in not long ago, by the way, I should say that. And I heard you, uh, oh, it was 2007. Yeah, wow, it's like 10 years ago. You're right, 2007. Damn, time flies. Oh, I had Russell Crowe and uh, Christian Bale in it. Yeah. Why was, was I thinking Jeff Bridges? Okay, anyway. Um, so um, talking about La Luchadora. And um, and I, I heard you were saying about, and I heard there was some, uh, some Twitter chat about it, well, who could it be? And you know, wouldn't, to me, it wouldn't make necessarily make any sense for it to be um, to be Mickey James. And I had to go back and watch oh, that to see because you know the context was. <laughs> First off, yeah, I don't know. She looked pretty brown under that mask. Well, that's why I want to go so, back and watch it and see. Hopefully, yeah. have some like some ringers do it, you know, and then like when it's finally the person comes out, you know, it'll be. You know, like I said, like let's say if it is Mickey, for example. Hopefully these these last or this this time last night was like a ringer or something like that, not necessarily um, Mickey. But like Bruce said last night on the on live cast, is that you know even like the way that La Luchadora is dressed, you know, eventually it's going to come out. You know, on the internet, you know, it's not like back in the day where they can kind of hide it for a while. You know, eventually somebody would let it slip and they saw it her backstage doing something without the mask on. But um. So anyway, Wade was making a point about how maybe the reason why La Luchadora was mad at Becky was because Becky stole her costume, you know, and put it on, and that's when she went out uh, last week. And, you know, and, and Wade was like, well, maybe she just, maybe La Luchadora was mad at Becky because she didn't clean it. Then I was thinking about if you flip the whole scenario, let's take where La Luchadora is backstage and she's banging on, the, banging on like, the uh, women's locker room saying, hey, let me in, let me in, I can't find my, can't find my uniform, my costume. And she's walking around backstage naked would be, you know, that's a classic. Uh, ah. If you, you flip the whole thing. Ain't nobody complaining. Nobody was complaining. <laughs> I'm just imagining, even, imagine how they had to. Even most women it. don't care to see another woman's, another woman's breasts or whatever. Like, whatever. Because they're not as insecure as men are, typically. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> nobody would care. Nobody cares about women's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, women don't care. The guys, guys, are the ones who be like going crazy about it. Um, but I'm saying, so, as far as HR goes, like who are guys going to go? Oh, oh, I saw La Luchadora's yeah. breasts. I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, that point. Yeah, that's right. Maybe. Yeah. No. Go ahead. No, that's no problem. So I'm gonna uh, divert really quick. And so I was, uh, I listened to like some, I was listening to talk radio during my trip, and I'm watching the news right now about all these fights that happened at the malls. Was it yesterday, the day before yesterday? And this one guy was saying he thinks it was something coordinated because it was just too many times that happened in too many, pla- too many different places all around the same time. And he's thinking it has something that was somehow this was all coordinated. These mall fights that happened. Wait, just. Fights like fist fights and brawls at ma- at malls. Yeah, and again, it was um, pretty. It was either yesterday or in Arizona or, or all around stuff. the country. Oh no, all around the country. There was one here in Tempe, Arizona, which was you know outside of Phoenix, but they were all around the country. Yeah. 
uh, it's either a Monday or Tuesday, and like food course and stuff like that. And it was mostly teenagers, you know, just fist fighting, I should say. They said there was one, right. of, the, one of the places, they said they thought there was a gun, but no, you know, it wasn't a gun. But mostly a fist fights and everything. And they all happened roughly around the same time in different malls around the country. Mm. So, um, I mean, how, um, yeah. Are you doing uh, after you doing a VIP after show? Yeah. I'll uh, send you a link then, and um, and I'll uh, of course I'll email you and Rich. So, to, um, keep things rolling. I don't want to have too many people wait on hold for um, what you and I are talking about. So, um, I was thinking about something else. Sticking with sticking with women, that um, going back to WrestleMania six, what my prediction is is that's going to be Miz and Maurice versus Dean Ambrose and um, Renee Young, and it's going to be a mixed intergender tag team match at WrestleMania, kind of like the way Macho Man and Sherry did it once again went against Dusty Rose and uh, Sapphire. So that's my prediction for WrestleMania. Okay, give me the current people again. Um, the Miz and Maurice versus Dean Ambrose and. Um, Renee Young in an intergender mixed tag team match. Yeah. Well, Maurice wrestled at one point. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she Divas champion at one point? I, mean, I don't even remember. Yeah, she, yeah, she beat, uh, she beat um, Michelle McCool. And, okay. Um, mm-hmm. But um, that's my uh, joke match for WrestleMania. I mean, I say if it, it, that, I know it's not going to happen, but, you know, if you think about it, you know, uh, Sapphire wasn't a wrestler either. She was there. And, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So last point I have, and again, I'll drop an email to you, and I hope you and uh, everybody in all the East Coast cast, Lenios and Lenios, have a, a really happy new year, is that – so I was listening again to Wade's audio, and he's talking about how some people – have and have not signed with ROH, and he talked about Kyle O'Reilly, I guess. And, again, I've never watched a day of ROH because we don't get it here in Phoenix. And the only reason mm-hmm. why I know the names is, like, listening to, like, you know, Radican, Sean Radican's some right. of his audio. Um, so, I don't, you know, if, if Kyle O'Reilly came in my knock on my door right now, I think he's, like, the postman or something like that, not necessarily <laughs> a wrestler. Like, I don't want any. Whatever you're selling, get your, you know, your <laughs> magazines or your vacuum. I don't know. No, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but, um. It, but so, but um, Wade also said that um, Jay Lethal he did sign um, back with ROH. So I'm wondering if if Rich Swan wasn't around, do you think Jay Lethal would could have been? Because to me, there, I mean, again, I haven't seen. Unfortunately, I haven't seen Jay Lethal since he left TNA. So you know, right. he, I know he's he's a lot more serious now, and you know, and he's you know doing things different. And Rich Swan, you know, we can talk about Rich Swan a lot, and we already have here on the East Coast cast, but do you think that would have made it, you know, with him being, with, with Rich Swan being with WWE, probably didn't make um, Jay Lethal a priority, but, you know, a talent is a talent. So, um, on that point, you know, you can discuss that, and um, I'll hang on and listen, and I'll drop an email to the um, to the to the exclusive VIP after show. And I'll uh, cool. have a real good awesome, night. Man. Thanks good a lot, as always. I appreciate it. Always good talking to you, too. Thanks. Same to you, man. Yeah. Um... Brian from Phoenix, everybody. Uh, so I just pulled up. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> so as soon as he said uh, Jay Lethal was being like serious, I just was like, yeah, like he was in that that back pain. Uh, um, commercial that he does during Ring of Honor shows. So <laughs> health al- wait health alert. The health alert hotline, and it's like 
if you have like back pain or something. When you get no payments for five months, you just feel like giving back. Oh, how about they so they get you now on YouTube? It'll say click this video or click here and and then but they don't put the countdown clock and they make you watch the whole they make you watch the whole damn you know 10 or 15 second little ad so okay so here's the Jay Lethal uh, health alert Dangerous. 
She won't be with no gloves on on December 31st. <laughs> you know, trying to light some damn rocket bottle rockets or some shit. Uh, so maybe down here, because, again, it, it was 83 degrees today. It's like 77 now. Maybe down here it's a thing, but 4th of July. Matter of fact, the last two weeks <laughs> of June to, to the you know first week of August, our people are fucking assholes lighting up fireworks and doing firecrackers all the time. But top three mark-out moments? I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's... I guess when, Charlotte, when Sasha won the, the women's title on Raw, that first Raw after the split... Uh, Shane showing up, I think that's kind of a given. Um, oh, oh, and I guess Goldberg beating beating Lesnar. I mean, come on. Me and Jason just sat there looking at each other like, what the hell? Like, did, you know, like a lot of us was. A lot of us sitting there were thinking. So, yeah, I'll go with those without giving it too much thought. Yeah, Sasha, Shane, and uh, Brock Goldberg. So cool. Thanks for the email as always, Mark. Appreciate it. Um, Okay, so Sean L. sent a video from YouTube of, let's see how long this thing is. Chris Dabransky in Westport, Connecticut, in case six, series, you shoot with Tony Adler. Six minutes, 40 seconds, so we're not going to watch the whole thing. Uh, but the opening question, it's Teddy Long and, okay, so you shoot. Those are still a thing? I mean, I guess. Um, and the first question from Chris Dobransky in Westport, Westport, Connecticut. In kayfabe commentaries, you shoot with Tony Atlas. We heard some of the racism he dealt with in the business. Coming up in the business in the southern base NW in the southern base NWA, what challenges, if any, did you face as a black man trying to make it in a dominantly white man's profession? And that's as to Teddy Long. So the title of the video is Teddy Long says Ric Flair called him a nigger. Melina sleeps around, sleeping around. Bella Twins, Tony Atlas. So those are all the topics. I, I don't know if they were all talked about in this six-minute, 40-second cut, but that's the name of the video. So um, I'm not particularly interested in in seeing this, especially an abbreviated, you know, a six-minute, 40-second, either edited version of all those topics, or just you know, one. I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> um, why Ric Flair called the Bella Twins in there? <laughs> uh, it's not how it happened. Oh, shit. 
Okay, so I guess my column is up. I didn't go. Ch- I meant to check to see if the newsletter had gotten posted yet. So Don Kim uh, posted. I wonder what Mitchell, Tor- <laughs> what, what Bruce Med, what at Mitchell T- PW Torch had to say after Trav Lord's column this week. Hashtag shots fired. Yeah, no, I, he was the reason I wrote that column. Um, I wonder if he kept. Way he kept the title or changed it or anything. I'm going to go check that in a second. And then Brian Austin says, The KFC girl is cute, but the entire commercial is kind of creepy with her short skirt and dad looking at her. I mean, one man's creep is another man's turn on. I mean, yeah, you're right. That's unacceptable. I'll, come on, KFC. First off, her skirt is like to her knees in traditional 50s, I think. But no, I didn't even take it like that. I mean, the point is she's in there staring at the colonel's teenage picture and eating his hot hot chicken strips. And the dad, like she was, if she was listening to some rock and roll music, turn that, you know. He's looking at her because he's, she's in his view, Brian, jeez. Not like he was gawking at her and he drooled or anything. I think Brian's uh, projecting a lot onto that commercial. I think he's a gross person, personally. <laughs> uh, all right, so yes, yeah, Sean L. Thanks for the video, but yeah, maybe put some context to it. What do you think of the 320 mark when X was said? Or, I don't know, something. You just can't send a video. Got a question from Sidden. He's VIP, so I want to hold off on this. All right, let's see who we got on the line here. All right, looks like Skype or International. One 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 one. So if you hear a beep. Uh, that's you. What's happening? What up? Hi, this is Mark from Via Barbados. How you doing, Trout? Wait, Mark from where? Ontario. Oh, via. What about Barbados? But I'm in Bar. But I'm in Barbados. So, uh, oh, son of a bitch! Oh, wow. <laughs> what are you calling this on yeah. Skype or hotel? Yeah, phone? I'm calling you on. I'm calling you on Skype, and hopefully okay. the hotel's uh, Wi-Fi holds up okay. Yeah, you sound, you know, definitely uh, audible. Um, oh, okay, sweet. Do you have, like, I mean, obviously you do. I give it out every week. If you're, like, on and, like, that's costing you, you could have just, you know, send me a tweet and I'll get you on. So you're not hanging. You were on hold for 26 minutes, so I don't know. Uh, that's okay. Well, you're, yeah, all right. Just no worries, putting that man. out there, so, yeah. Okay, appreciate it. Uh, everybody else, I don't give a crap. I'll, Brian from Phoenix hang, hanging on for 20 minutes. That's whatever. But coming from Barbados, you know, it's. Anyway, what's on your mind? Oh. Did we lose Mark? Oh, shit. He's on, but I can't hear him. Um. 
All right, hang in there, Mark. Oh, he just dropped off. Damn it. It's that damn Barbado in Wi-Fi. Uh, 202, I, I don't you, – you've been on hold, and I, 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 I don't know if that's Willis or not, but you didn't press 1, so I don't want to bring you on and you don't want to get on, and I don't want to bring you on if – strong-arm you on if you're not Willis. And Mark just came back on, so 202, hang on. Yeah, Mark, yeah, go ahead. Sorry about that, Trav. Uh, yeah. Quick question. Uh, I, I guess my, my, my only question this week is, uh, and I don't know what you heard or not, is uh, Lance Storm, I think it was, said that Raw is a heel show. And I think Stephanie this week really made it so, uh, the way she was acting with the crowd. And I think that translates to pay for pay-per-views and everything they do whether she's on the show or not so i'm wondering whether like you know with you pontificating that smackdown's the better show like what are your thoughts in that regard and what do they do i can see that i can see that because even though what becky was complaining about two weeks ago on talking smack about there being over last week on talking smack about there being you know all their champions are heels and do scumbag things to uh, doing scumbag things to hang on to their titles and all that stuff. Even though that might be the case, it does. It feels like you know the Beckys of the world. The, the well, I can't really say Dolph Ziggler, but uh, are fighting against that. On Raw, it kind of feels like everybody's just you know the Booker T. The Booker T thing where, you know, you just do what you got to do. You know, who cares? JBL stuff. Seems like Raw, that's, like, totally acceptable. But on SmackDown, it's at least not celebrated. Like, being a heel isn't celebrated. Yeah, minus AJ Styles. But I guess we don't have heel tag champs anymore, so that's good. Uh, moonsault, the Moonsault right uh, have been defeated. <laughs> And even if they had a, uh, a face champion, uh, not necessarily Roman, but uh, even if they had a face uh, as champion, like even call it John Cena or, you know, whoever, uh, as face on Raw, I think it would be diminished because we've been trained that the authority or for years and years, it's just been, you know, a negative vibe. Um and I think that's, even though the authority's sort of gone in a way, uh, I think it's really, it, it, it still lasts, you know? And like SmackDown, at least to me, I mean, I didn't watch SmackDown for years. Like it, it was probably Edge as champion uh, since I watched SmackDown until the brand split. And it just seems like such a fresher show. And maybe it's because of that vibe of the authority and, and, and how do they fix that? Or do do they even see that as an issue? The only way to fix it is to 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 get rid of those, you know, have Stephanie off of TV, and to have that that vibe, that feel of the show slowly go away. It's not you can't do anything overnight. You can't take Stephanie off of TV, even if you fired her in some spectacular, you know, over the top way. You can't. You know, that's not going to change overnight. 
And do, you, do you think they see that as a problem, or it's just the nepotism? I mean, clearly they and, don't. They keep pushing it and pushing it, and, like, nothing changes. Yeah. Or not a ton changes. Like, people were going so crazy, like, nuts over to Stephanie Line to the Chicago crowd. And I was like, okay, yeah, she had, you know, months to come up with a friggin' line. Like, go, like, good for her. She pulled off a line that was, like, nobody, if you think she came up with that off the top, then you're fucking stupid. Um, yeah, for but sure. But it's like, okay, granted, she got a good line in, but she's a fucking cunt. And fuck that crowd yeah. for not taking that as a challenge. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, bitch. Like, yeah, where was exactly. that? Like, where, where, I don't know if any town has that left in them. Any WWE audience town has that kind of fervor in them. Because it took away every, I mean, they were all primed and ready to boo, uh, boo Roman Reigns at every time. As soon as he opened his mouth, they booed him, they booed him, they booed him. And then Stephanie came with that hot fire, and they were like, oh, well, she hurt our feelings. Now we're not going to, I mean, they were still into into it, but they, they then, What? What? This lurking guy beat CN Almas. Fuck. I mean, I like this guy. I mean, I'm not mad, but shit. Wow. One, two, three. I'm waiting, like, maybe at a shoulder up or you know, something. Nope. Cool. That's why NXT is NXT. Um, yeah, I was more dis- I was so disappointed in that crowd. Like, ah, y'all came out all hot and just super on fire, and then y'all let the mean lady, the mean teacher lady, <laughs> douse y'all spirit. So, yeah, but, I mean, but, yeah, I, I, yeah, as a, as a promoter, as a promoter, don't you want the people hyped in the crowd and, you know, not deflate them as as dramatically well, as she did? Well, you also don't want them chanting CM Punk, CM Punk. I mean, in, 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 the, in the long run, she did what she had to do, and she did, the I guess, the right thing because it the line was fire. It worked, you know, and it didn't work to the extent where, you know, I'm over-exaggerating, where it didn't douse compl- their fire, really. They just shut up about CM Punk. And then they were often running for the rest of the stuff. They were pretty hot. I even tweeted, don't, don't, uh, after that segment, don't let that hot crowd fool you. That was a terrible opening segment, like for so many reasons. Yeah. Like Seth and, and, and Steph and Roman and everything about that. Her, like, they were totally, like, suckered into, yeah, let's get the shield back together. Mm, except we're not. Like, you idiots. Like she turned, she not only took y'all, she like after dousing at dousing y'all fire, it's like she absorbed your power, and then you know you guys were just a bunch of lemmings that went along for the you want CM or you want the shield back together, yay! Not today, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, 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 well, I agree with that last part for sure. I guess. Um, Wait a it's second. Good. Hold up, hold up. So he goes, Divas are now superstars, but Steph is still a cunt. Welcome to 2016. Uh, yeah. 
she's a fucking cunt. I mean, I don't know what. <laughs> where, 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 oh, she's a mean old lady. No, fuck that bitch. She's a fucking cunt, and by design. I hope by design. <laughs> Shit. Hope she don't think she's, uh, you know. Here come racist so, big tweet uh, face. I'm oh, sorry. That's okay. I'll ask you one last thing, I guess. Uh, yeah. do, you think, do you think we'll have the same conversation at the end of next year, or do you think they'll adjust course with um, the lead controlling power of Raw next year? Um, it's probably going to be more of the same. It'll be closer yeah. to the current conversation we're having now than anything uh, super different or any more or, or progressive. You know, I mean... You know, 2016, we still got, uh, you know, a couple days left. You know, Vince McMahon could all easily be out of there. And then 2017 could just be, a, you know, renaissance of pro wrestling. Not that I'm wishing death or anything on Vince McMahon. All I'm saying is, come on, 2016. What the fuck? That's yeah, so mean. Fair enough. Uncle. No, not fair enough. You can't agree with me. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a guy to die. Jesus Christ, Mark. Okay. Somebody, where's Cam? Somebody got to be there to call me out. <laughs> no, I, Just I, running I, amok. I could be a dick, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. So uh, just, just uh, you know, have a great New Year, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you in a, in, in a week are or you, so. Are you spending your New Year in Barbados? I assume you're not going to go home, like, the day before, so... Oh no no I'm 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 in Barbados until uh, the fourth. Nice nice cool. Well have fun and uh, watch out for you know jellyfish and shit. But yeah, have fun. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, talk to you. Have a good time, man. Cheers. Mark from uh, Ontario and in, in Barbados. <laughs> Steve says NXT is full of hot women that ain't shit. Well, Liv Morgan. You know, she uh, she hasn't given me any watch. They pull up a tweet of her, like, calling Michelle Obama a macaque or something. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk to Willis. Let's uh, bring him on. Uh, Willis, what's going, what's going on? What's going on, Travis? Not much. Same old, same old mess. All I got to say is, in WWE, this has been one of the most frustrating-ass years I've seen in wrestling in a long-ass time. Okay. With the um, with the beginning of the year, with the damn World Rumble, and Triple H winning that shit, and then yeah. you had... <laughs> this is how the year started. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You had them knowing going into WrestleMania 30, what was it, 30, it's 32, and going in knowing <clears throat> that damn Roman Reigns was going to win the damn title, and just hearing him getting booed out the building. How many, how many was it, like 9,000 people strong booing that man? Why he had his kid by by him? That's a goddamn shame and disgrace. 
Wait, wait, wait. What, what happened? Whose kid? What did Rain at WrestleMania 32. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I got that. you, I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they gave. <laughs> well, they, hey. <laughs> they gave Triple H the bad guy. They ain't to them booze. Uh-huh. Get, they I gave like the way she poured that tea in that commercial. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> They gave Triple H a fucking standing ovation, and he was the damn heel, but the baby face going out with a bunch of booze. That's just some shit. And then they get Finn Balor up to the main roster, and fucking (laughs) Seth Rollins, knowing he ain't supposed to be powerbombing no people against shit after what he did to Sting, and fuck damn Finn Balor up. Fucked up. The rest, the middle of the damn year, the only highlight for me in WWE this year was fucking Brock Lesnar and Goldberg and AJ Styles being a champ as long as he has. That's my only two highlights. Yeah. I mean, that's not my only highlight, but... You know, I mean, it has been a frustrating year. I mean, it has. It's also been a really well wrestled year, as we talked about at the open of the show, as far as the, the poll uh, goes. So, it's in, in in a lot of aspects, they've you know, physically and and in ring, it's been really good. It's been consistent. It's just uh, the storytelling and the character build has been a little just you know left left a lot to be desired. Right, and you know what kills me? John Cena come out, and he get booed like shit, but guess what? He don't let that shit fade him. He just keeps his character the way he is. As soon as Roman Reigns walks out. Oh, he was ready to, yeah, he was so hurt. He He was so hurt when he opened his mouth. In his oh-so-scripted way, because, you know, when they booed him, he just went right back to the same, you know, scripted line. And it's just like, he just doesn't get it. I, I don't know if he, at this point, how do you go through this for going on three years and nothing, you're just like, nope, I'm just going to do what I'm told so I can get rich. Like, you ain't going to get, I mean, I guess who's me to, who am I to talk about somebody getting rich, but... It don't seem like you're going to get rich this way with everybody hating you, except for, you know, a bunch of dumbass eight-year-olds. Mm-hmm, and the women. But it it just, it looked like every time he come out and they boo the shit out of him, he looked like he, he had to look like he, look like he about to cry. Yeah. And and to be fair, I think a lot of those boos Cena got were, I don't know say ironic boos, but they were... Happy to see you, booze. Like I, I refuse to believe that the, all that audience that booed him yesterday were because it quieted that, or not quieted, but it didn't stay as fierce. And that that's a sign right there that they didn't really what, mean it. With John Cena, he's basically got the fucking Kurt Angle shit when Kurt Angle come out and they used to chant "You suck" to his song. That's basically what John Cena got now. They're just doing it to do it, but they don't even mean it. Yeah, they don't even mean it. Yeah, so, but NXT, <laughs> but NXT yeah, and 
NXT and SmackDown seems like, I don't understand. It's like Raw is fucking bizarre world. You got Owens and Chris Jericho being heels, but they getting cheered like shit. And they doing dastardly shit, but damn, Roman and Seth look like every time either they lose or even when they win the match, they have to jump the people after they done won the damn match. And why should I cheer for them if they acting more heelish than the damn heels? Fuck out of here, Terrell on Twitter talking shit about Carol Danvers or secondhand talking shit. <laughs> yeah, it it just it it just I don't know. It's just damn weird as shit on fucking raw. And I was listening to Wade talking about Bailey and the way they got her character. Not acting like the way she is when she wasn't NXT. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know how they gonna. She's still getting cheered a lot, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the fact that they hot potato the titles with Sasha and damn Charlotte so much that people think they gonna do the same with Charlotte and Bailey. I have no idea, but. It's just strange. Yeah, no, I, I Bailey should be probably the number one female babyface in the thing. I'm talking about somebody not even on the same show. Like Becky Lynch is completely taking uh, Bailey Shine as like the as the the. Admirable, like super endearing, you know, super like nice babyface woman. Right. So, is it uh, one more thing before you let me go? Is it that is it that Vince not paying attention to anything going on SmackDown? That's why stuff makes more sense on there. Oh, I, I think that has that's the only I think that's the, the X factor is that he's less hands on with SmackDown. And and I think it would be even better if he was completely hands off. It would be NXT. Or not NXT, but it would be it would get the eleven the level of freedom NXT gets. Yeah, and and when I seen Vincent DC, when I took that picture with him, he didn't look too hot because he was all hunched over and everything. Right. He said he stood up straight for the picture. Yeah, he popped up for the damn picture because he didn't want to look like an old man, but he was looking like a damn old man that day. Yeah. Come on, 2016, do you? Do you work? No, I'm sick of it. They took my princess way away. I'm still mad about that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, so they hurt. I mean, you know, but you know, people are die every day, B. 
Right. I try not to, you know, one way or the other. Like, oh, that sucks for them. And But they have, you know, they're celebrities, and a lot of people like them, so I can't. It's not like I don't get it. But, yeah, I try to stay out of the RIPs and all that kind of stuff right. publicly. So, But that sucks that it just keep happening. 
cunt woman. Fuck her. Yes, she's a fucking cunt, Shahid. This bitch ain't never. This bitch want to basically end public school. The, the system that arguably made, you know, America the greatest country in the world, all that crap, was because everybody got to go to school for free. Like, you didn't have to be. Uh, you didn't have to be any kind of name or or or, or highborn or anything to get educated. You could just go to school for free, well, at some level, mm-hmm. some decent level. And this woman wants to basically abolish the public education system. I might be being very broad with it, but not really. You know, public education. She's all about religious homeschooling, and you know, fuck her. So that's what I'm saying. He's got a bunch of fucking fuck boys and girls <laughs> throughout his, you know, you'd have to get them all in a fucking arena. Never mind, I ain't, I ain't saying that over airways. It's going to end up being Linda McMahon as president. If this is the first first man, instead of being the first lady, he's going to be the first man. <laughs> or somebody close to Vince, like, who set this up that Linda was, you know. <laughs> Linda McMahon, who was on a retreat and, uh, you know, somewhere <laughs> doing education administration stuff, was able to avoid this act of terror and, and, and survived, and now she will become the next president. Jeez, the fucking wheeze. Yeah, let's just get through. You know, fucking Trump. Let's just hope he just gets bored and it's just like too much and people are talking too mean to him. Because he's a baby. I mean, we know he's a baby. You know, I don't want to do this anymore. People won't stop calling me a fucking asshole. So, let this just be a lesson to, (laughs) you know, the world. Brexit should have been, but when the people was like, nah, it's an anomaly. Both sides of the pond ain't complete dummy, racist, fucking assholes. Oh, yeah? Like the how the Chicago crowd should have took that as a challenge, Stephanie? It's like, <laughs> they were like, America wouldn't do anything as stupid and dumb and xenophobic and racist as Brexit. America was like, Really? Well, I'll take that challenge, I sure will. All right. Um, he did the green miss. Tajiri just did the green mist, but to put to the air. A little bit got on his back, his own back. But Champa was far enough away. I guess it was just, and the ref was right there looking. It would have, he would have got DQ'd if he spit it in his face. 
<laughs> now he's got green slime on his own back and arm. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, all right, well, got it. Uh, eight four five on the line, but we know his deal. And then we got a six six one on the line, but again, somebody from California, I guess. Uh, but they didn't press one, so I don't want to strong on them, strong arm them onto the shelf. They don't want to be on. So I guess we can. Uh, I don't know. I guess we can call it a show there. No need to babble on about anything else. I don't have any more emails, non VIPs. Twitter is not lit. So, unless anybody's got anything else to say in the next 15 or 20 seconds, you better say it now. Tweet it now. Press 1 now. But uh, if not, we'll go ahead and end things there. Um, yeah, this is the final show of 2016. We'll we will be back next week, next year, uh, for for hopefully another year. Our this is our this is our sixth year of the East Coast Cast. This is the middle of our sixth year, something like that. So, um, hopefully, more years to come, and and you know, here's to pro wrestling in 2017. Hope. Storytelling and continuity and character development improves. Um, again, like I said earlier, 2016, you still got three days, two days left. You know, uh, you know, you can, uh, ah, never mind. I'm going to go there again because that's super uncalled for and not nice. So, all right. So, uh, free folks. We'll get on y'all next week. Uh, Cam will surely be, surely be back. Um, all you uh, VIP folks, hang on in a matter of seconds. Me and Rich will be by. Um, he'll be probably putting up a bunch of straw man arguments and, and circular using circular logic and and a bunch of uh, 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 bunch of. Uh, Damn, I can't think of the word. <laughs> Bunch of apologetics for 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 Tony Stark and that side of of the debate. And I was just be sitting here firmly entrenched, correct as always, on the right side of history, you know, supporting uh, my cat, my Captain Marvel. And all the good that uh she tried at least to bring to the world, but they were so they was determined to <laughs> to keep things unjust and criminal activities happening and you know anyway <laughs> you'll get enough of that in the VIP so till then we out of here or I'm out of here. <laughs>